What's Shaking Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on why invest in a franchise during the pandemic. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Jessica Yarmi on the mic. She is the CEO of Kick House, a modern kickboxing franchise. Before starting this entrepreneurial endeavor, she spent over 20 years promoting and protecting top global fitness brands. In today's Fire Nation, we're talking about doing contrarian things like building a brick and mortar business during the pandemic. I mean, that sounds crazy. What lessons did Jessica learn? And why would someone want to invest in a franchise, especially in the midst of a pandemic? And who's actually a good candidate for this? And Fire Nation, there's so much to learn about business and franchising and operating during a pandemic and contrarian times. In this interview, you must listen as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. If you're feeling like you have no idea where to start on your online course journey, then Thinkific's five-day course challenge is for you. You'll walk away with a complete blueprint for your online course that you'll be ready to put into action. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. What if you could run an e-commerce business with no tech experience or employees and generate 10K or more each month? Today's sponsor, Quantify, is doing just that. Quantify guarantees your success and revenue with complete end-to-end training and support. Apply today at quantify.com. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y.com. Jessica, say what's up to Fire Nation, and what is something that you believe about becoming successful that most people disagree with? What's up, Fire Nation? I'm going to be controversial here. I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe in order to become successful, especially in starting a business, like you need to be all in. This needs to be heart, soul, hours into your business. And for me, the trick is you need to love what you're doing and you need to love it so much that it's not painful to be all in. It's not painful to have no line drawn between work and and life. Uh, it's Kevin O'Leary from he, from Shark Tank. He talks about like the intensity of being an entrepreneur, Ooh. and that's that's really legit. And um, really, every bit of your time and your brain power needs to go into the launch. But this is controversial because like we don't talk about the grind. It's more politically correct. It's more glamorous to talk about work life balance and and talk about a four hour work week and especially if we talk to entrepreneurs who have already made it and we look at their schedules, your days are more balanced once you've already made it. So it's not fair to like make that comparison. But if you're in a startup mode, if you're trying to launch, there's work there. Like there's a lot of work. Jessica, I want to break in here because I want to disagree with you. Like I really do because I know Fire Nation wants to hear that like work-life balance is possible right from the beginning and yada, yada. You can do life and you can do health and you can do business and family and all these different things, but it's not. Because if you don't commit 100% to this entrepreneurial venture, somebody else in your competitive realm is and they're going to beat you every time they're going to beat you bad and they're going to crush you like a little stone under their feet it's just a reality like the reason why entrepreneurs on fire became a media powerhouse i outworked every one of my competitors nobody was willing to do a daily podcast i did it for 2000 days in a row i won period i outworked everybody else that's how it happened and to your point jessica which i love i now 
in 2021, which by the way, is nine years after I launched, I have a work-life balance now. And, and, and not always though. Like right now, I'm in unbelievable heads down book launch mode. My book comes out March 23rd. It's my first traditionally published book. Like I'm all in, work-life balance out the window. After that, I'll be able to get back into some work-life balance. But that's because you know I have to certain levels made it to that degree. So it can, it can come, Fire Nation, down the road with success after you've already grinded your face off. And as I shared at, during the introduction, this episode is all about why you should be investing in a franchise during a pandemic. And I want to start off with a bang, Jessica. I mean, you must get this question a lot, so I just have to start the interview with it. Why the heck did you decide to build a brick-and-mortar business during a global pandemic? I know, it's crazy. I am... I'm not a risk taker by nature. I'm super calculated and intentional with everything that I do. And I've definitely gotten that question. Like, isn't this crazy? Isn't this risky to start a fitness concept? And, and, and my immediate answer um, is, is really that it would have been more risky not to start kick house. If you think about it and you look back at the year we've all just had, um, there's been so many pieces of our world that have been in flux, that have been moving around, that have been like shifting under our feet. And if the world is shifting and you're staying still and you're just sitting waiting for normalcy, you're just waiting for like a return to the way it was, you're, you're missing opportunities. You're going to get passed by. Um, JLD, I know you're a fan of Warren Buffett. Love him. And um, there's so many things that he has said that like ring true for this pandemic. But um, one of his most famous quotes is, is be fearful when others are greedy and greedy Ooh. when others are fearful. Yes. There's so much fear in the world right now. And especially when it comes to brick and mortar, you know, especially when it comes to fitness and, and brick and mortar. But, um, one of his other quotes that's maybe lesser, lesser known is, is risk comes from not knowing what you're, what you're doing. And I've been in the fitness space for almost 10 years now. This isn't coming out of the blue for me. Like I've been working on this in my mind for a while now. Maybe you've been working on your book in your mind for a while <laughs> now. So this isn't me diving into a brand new industry and trying to run a contrarian play. This is, I have an understanding of this space um, and this landscape. And really that's what gave me the confidence to, to just dive in and like run this contrarian move. So I love that quote in Fire Nation. I just want to say it one more time it would have been more risky not to start. And sometimes you just have to look in the mirror and say that. Like, listen, I get that there's never a perfect time to have kids. There's never a perfect time to start a business. There's never a perfect time to do all these different things. And so sometimes it's just more risky not to just say, you know what, I'm going forward, I'm making this happen. And let's just be honest. I mean, Jessica, this was a serious contrarian move. So what would you say was the hardest part about this move from the beginning? Oh my gosh, it's it's always difficult to go against the grain, you know, to swim against the current. And literally everything this year 
has been swimming in the opposite direction. And I guess in in a lot of ways, everything still is swimming in the opposite direction. And there's definitely still that double take when people hear, hear this story. They're like, you're doing what? And there's still studios and clubs that are closing. There's still clubs that are filing for bankruptcy. There's still those getting out of the game and I'm getting into the game. Um, but that's the, that's the contrarian move in a nutshell. But that, that's been the hardest part is believing when others didn't. And, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that side to their story, a doubter or, or maybe multiple doubters are saying, wait, you're doing what? you're absolutely crazy to do this. And that comment, when it came to them, it didn't, it didn't turn them away from what they were pursuing. If anything, it inspired them to double down and recommit to that path that they were already on. One thing that I love talking about, Jessica, during Entrepreneurs on Fire interviews are biggest takeaways, biggest lessons learned. So going through this process, I mean, very contrarian, I mean, you, again, during a global global pandemic, we're talking brick and mortar. People are fleeing them. People are saying they're never going to recover. They're never, doors are never going to open in certain industries and in certain niches and verticals. What lessons did you learn during this process? JLD, there are daily lessons at this point. I am still learning. But one of the biggest lessons that I learned, I would not have been able to pull this off and, and pursue this contrarian move and start a company during a pandemic if, if I didn't have partners around me who also believed and who also saw the, the opportunity. It, it would be super difficult to, to take on a contrarian stance on your own, uh, being a solopreneur, if you will. I'm an entrepreneur, but I've got a squad around me and that squad keeps on growing in size at this point, which helps balance out those days when maybe I see everyone swimming in the opposite direction and I get those thoughts. Should I really be doing this? Those partners are keeping me centered on on our mission. So my lesson for you, Fire Nation, is find good partners. If you're a solopreneur, make sure you have people in your corner to complement your skill set and and fill in holes in your skill set and bounce things off of when times get tough, or maybe you just need a second opinion, or you need a little little pep talk. And and JLD, maybe you found this when your wife joined your podcast initiative back way back when. Like it just kind of adds fuel to the fire, so to speak. When you're all on board and it's like you are on a ship and you're all heading in one direction. I mean, you're like, we have to make this work because if we don't make this work, if this ship goes down, everything goes down. Everything that's on board, all the luggage, all the cargo, or at the same time, like another weird analogy could be like, hey, we actually landed on a shore and then we burned the ship. So there was no retreat. There was only one way to go and that was forward. And that's what happened when we came together and when Kate joined the team back in 2013, you know, just about eight months after I launched. It went from me being like, you know, I think I can make this work. Kind of a little bit of a side hustle here. Kate has a great job and as an account executive doing her thing. Like life is good. Like we're all happy here. And, you know, her paycheck's coming in. So at the end of the day, if I go up in a ball of flames, like we still have that support. But then, hey, when that goes away, we're like, hey, 
we need to do this. This needs to work. And there was just no other alternative, Jessica. So you did kind of give me a warning a little bit that you were going to put me on the spot there. Was that was that it? <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that idea of of burning the boats yeah, and, and just having, you know what, we're all in and, and it's a lot easier to to battle and be all in when it's there's somebody at your side who's who's just in it with you and it just makes that entrepreneurial journey a little bit less lonely and a little bit less daunting. And in fact some of the the biggest like venture capital firms and just startup like companies like the Y combinators of the world like they won't invest in a solo um, entrepreneur in a solo like person that's starting a business. They make you go get a partner. They go make you get somebody who's going to challenge, who's going to bring a different skill set, who's going to make it real, who's going to be, you know, hopefully up when you're down and you'll be able to pull them up when when they're down and vice versa. And they've realized that that's these companies that really succeed have that. They have the partnerships and it's the right partner because you know, there is some truth in that. You know, I like all ships but not partnerships because man, if you get the wrong partner, that's a sure sign for disaster coming down the road, but the right one I mean, that's going to amplify everything on the good side of things. And Fire Nation, we're going to talk about why would someone want to invest in a franchise and, you know, basically what questions should you be asking if you're thinking right now, hey, this could be an opportunity for me and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Have you ever considered running an e-commerce business, but feel you don't have the skill set or resources to make it happen? What if I told you that in less than 90 days, you can own a successful e-commerce dropship website loaded with top-selling niche products that generates consistent income, minimum 10K, month after month. All this with no product inventory, technical knowledge, or employees to worry about. How? The Quantify Partner Program. The Quantify Partner Program allows you to benefit from their years of experience and success with no guesswork in your success and revenue is guaranteed. That's because with Quantify, your success equals their success, so they work tirelessly to meet and exceed your expectations. How do they do this? Quantify provides comprehensive training and support, a dedicated full-time partner success manager, proven, profitable, and guaranteed results, and so much more. If you're ready to acquire a real business that guarantees success and 10K in monthly revenue, apply to become a Quantify partner today. The Quantify partner program is not for everyone. To see if you qualify, visit quantify.com dot com and click the apply button. If you qualify, Quantify will reach out with next steps. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y dot com. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your own online courses. And we speak from personal experience. We've been hosting our online courses with Thinkific since 2017. With Thinkific, we can deliver content to our students in a simple, user-friendly way that allows them to learn and take action fast. Plus, our students are always raving about how easy it is to follow the flow of the content thanks to Thinkific's themes and templates. So if you're ready to create an online course to help you reach a wider audience, build revenue, and make a bigger impact, impact, then Thinkific is the perfect partner to have by your side. To prove it, Thinkific has an exclusive offer for you, Fire Nation, their five-day course challenge. Here's what one of their recent students had to say about it. This challenge helped me gain the confidence and clarity I needed, as well as the perspective required to compile my specialized knowledge into marketable content that others will be willing to pay for. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. I'm one of the featured speakers, Fire Nation. That's T-H-I-N. And K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. All right, Fire Nation, we're back. And why, Jessica? Why would somebody want to invest in a franchise, let alone in the midst of a pandemic? 
the franchising model is just super powerful. I I got my start in franchising back in 2008. I was working on the Burger King business at an ad agency. And you talk about a dive into the deep end of franchising. The Burger King structure is so vast and and so complex. But when everyone marched in the same direction, it was so powerful. You could feel the energy in the system. You can feel like the mountain moving. And with Kick House, it's a franchise system, but but more importantly, it's a family with literally everybody collaborating and, and chipping in to move this mountain, to add momentum and and make this system great. We're still, as we're talking, we're still in the middle of a of a pandemic and franchise sales are increasing because of the desire to build something entrepreneurial, but then also have the support of a system and and not be out there totally alone. I think it's scary right now if you're out there all alone. Um in a franchise system, you you are part of a network. You're part of an owner family. And my kickhouse owners, every one of them, they're bringing their best skills to the table and and contributing to this mission. Everybody is truly working together to keep all studios afloat, to to work together to get through this crazy time. Now, I want to talk about specifically who makes a good candidate and why. Like, You've come across people who just aren't fits for specific reasons. You've come across people, I'm sure, who are doing something. You're like, man, that person would be a great candidate to own a franchise. So let's talk about like specifics. Like, What makes a good candidate? What makes a bad candidate? Like, Just kind of talk through this process of like what you've seen in your journey here. I've worked with hundreds of franchisees at this point with a variety of of backgrounds. I have kick house franchise owners who are doctors. I have one who's a CTO. I have a policewoman who has this kick house business on the side. There's there's no background that's a template for a good franchisee. For me, it's more of a mindset. Like you need to have an entrepreneurial mindset do you also want to put your heart and soul into building something? Do you do you share the vision of what's what's being built? Do you want to be part of a nation of other entrepreneurs really pursuing the same thing or do you want to go and build on your own? It's it's really two separate paths and in the Kick House network, we're all marching toward a common goal. And there's that partnership piece that we talked about earlier. So you're you're partnered with a bunch of other entrepreneurs pursuing the same goal. You're not you're not an entrepreneur out there alone. You're not that solopreneur. You're you're part of a family and and that's really where the momentum comes from in a franchise system. So there's a lot that I was taking notes on there, Fire Nation, because it's so important to realize it's more of a mindset. Like, do you share in that vision of that franchise? Do you want to join the march towards a common goal 
that, by the way, has already begun? Or are you going to, on the other side, be like, no, I actually want to start my own march. I want to start my own thing. I want to have like complete autonomy from day one. Or do you want to, again, join that march towards that common goal that's already begun with a built-in, and this is key, accountability group because people are there. They're supporting you. You're going to be facing similar challenges. You're going to be able to reach out to people who have already faced that challenge because they're four months down the road, eight months down the road, a year down the road. And now you're being part of that accountability group, being part of that family. Is that something that is of interest to you? If you can find the right franchise that you say, I can get on board with that. I can I can share that vision. I want to be part of this march that has already begun. Then you know this is the type of mindset you have. Now, Let's say, Jessica, that some of our listeners are interested in owning a franchise. What questions should they be asking? Like, what are those key, most important questions to ask? Well, most important right now is how are you helping your franchise owners navigate through this pandemic? I mean, that's the huge question today. And what would you want to hear the response be to that, though? Like, what would be some good responses that they're getting from these individuals? Or these franchises? Yeah, like we're working to provide our owners financial relief, whether that's through royalty relief or marketing fund relief or additional marketing dollars being out in the marketplace to try to drum up um, additional demand for for the business. Um, we're helping owners navigate the the PPP application process. I mean, I, I love the PPP program, but it is complex. Again, especially if you're that solopreneur and you don't have a financial understanding or a financial background, like you need somebody to really help you dissect, like, how do I apply for this? Like, what is this actually, what does this mean? And where's the opportunity to, to help navigate this um, this financially, like what other resources are are out on the table? And, you know, I think one of the other important questions right now is just how many studios or locations have closed because of of covid nineteen. Um that's a hot that's a hot topic. Um, even if your business wouldn't be open until, after the pandemic, um, that question's still going to tell you how the organization really operates. It'll tell you how the organization sets like operational priorities. Um, you know, during normal times, uh, we're definitely not in a normal time right now. So during normal times, the most important question is is really asked to other franchise owners. Don't ask me this question, you know, ask, ask another franchise owner. And, and it's the typical net promoter score question. You know, my background's marketing. So I believe in the net promoter score kind of question. How likely are you to recommend this? How likely are you to recommend being part of kick house or being part of another franchise that you're looking at? If, if you're exploring owning a franchise, talk to multiple owners and and get that net promoter score figured out. So let's end our conversation today, Jessica, with a bang because you've talked about a lot. You've shared so much value for people that are considering going down this road. I mean, you know, again, I love that analogy that we've talked about, about marching towards a common goal that's already begun. Like, is that something that you're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense for me because I want to get going on this. I want to like already be going with momentum. What is 
the key takeaway? What's the one thing that you want to make sure our listeners get from everything we've talked about here today? I think it's all about finding the right people that that you want to march with, that you do get to the shore. And like you said, JLD, it's like, let's get to the shore and let's burn those boats. But but who do you want on that island with you? And um, and those are choices you make as an entrepreneur. Those are choices you make. If you're a solopreneur, who's going to be that first person you get on board with you? And and that's really where you can um, you can add fuel to to your fire. So, you know, for for kick house owners, I hope they're sitting there thinking like, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm partnered with the right group. I'm on the right island. And those boats are gone, man. We're doing this. <laughs> boats are gone. We're making this happen. There is no way but forward. So let us know what's going on in your world right now, Jessica. Give us any final call to action that you have for us, any gift, any anything at all, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. Fire Nation, you know I'm going to hook you up. I'm not going to come chat with JLD and just leave you hanging. Um, <laughs> you can visit thekickhouse.com backslash fire and you'll get 10% off your initial franchise fees. So if you've ever thought about starting a franchise business, definitely let's connect and, and let's talk through how that could come to life. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JY and JLD today, so keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com, type Jessica in the search bar. Her show notes page will show up with everything that we talked about here today. Best show notes in the biz. And Fire Nation, your call to action, thekickhouse.com slash fire. 10% off franchise fees just to start. And guess what? If this is the type of ship that you want to be on, or if this is the kind of bur- uh, boats you want burned as you're marching forward into you know, the great beyonds, like this is something to check out. So thekickhouse.com slash fire. And Jessica, thank you for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, JLD. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Jessica and guess what? Successful entrepreneurs, they accomplish big goals, huge goals, which is why I created the Freedom Journal to guide you in accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And we're talking step-by-step Fire Nation. So visit thefreedomjournal.com. Use promo code podcast for a $15 discount. And thank you for listening to my podcast. And I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. If you're feeling like you have no idea where to start on your online course journey, then Thinkific's five-day course challenge is for you. You'll walk away with a complete blueprint for your online course that you'll be ready to put into action. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. What if you could run an e-commerce business with no tech experience or employees and generate 10K or more each month? Today's sponsor, Quantify, is doing just that. Quantify guarantees your success and revenue with complete end-to-end training and support. Apply today at quantify.com. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y.com.